Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Tomorrow's going to be better than today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM 860, The Answer and the Golf News Network. I'm JT, and this is the show where we talk uh, to the truly interesting people in the world of golf, kind of as I call them, the characters and curmudgeons, and the carefree souls that make this game so much fun and very interesting. We'd like to... Uh, Thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef for this segment of Grilling at the Green. That is beef the way nature intended. You can check them out online at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com. So the big question is, are you always properly aligned for your shot in golf? Now, no, normally we don't get too far into the weeds on the technicalities of golf. We usually talk about, you know, caddy stories or something where they got drunk and woke up in Cancun. but. Um, I thought this was kind of important. So, and and I think and talking to the the people that I work with in golf, they say that that's really one of the biggest issues. All right. So there's a gentleman named Dave Riffey. He's from Carlsey Golf back in uh, South Dakota. And he came up with a thing called the Rhymer. So we're going to welcome David to the show right now. Hey, Dave. Great. Thanks for having me here, Jeff. I no, appreciate it. No worries. Um. How did you come up with this? It, it, and, and you can describe it to people, but I look at it and say, it kind of reminds me of a slide rule placed <laughs> at your feet for golf. So you yep. you go ahead and yep. correct me. Well, kind of what, what happened, it, it came up. I was a friend of mine, Tom Reimer, and I were been friends for years, and we played golf together. And I tried out for the senior tour Q school in the early 2000s. And, uh, of course, didn't make it. Found out that those guys were a lot better than uh, than me. And after we had played our four rounds, we were sitting at a establishment talking about, you know, golf and things. And um, the, everything was getting really technical. So we decided to start working on a training aid. Tommy was a great putter, and I had a really good short game. And uh, we just decided to – let's – come up with something to keep it simple for the average person and better players to what can we do? And we, we narrowed it down to alignment and ball position. Uh, we're constantly moving the ball forward or back, trying to find that perfect spot. And um, that's kind of what we focused on over the years and, and so on. And, and it just wanted to keep it simple because, you know, as you know, a lot of people, if you're, chipping or hitting shots, somebody says, uh, hey, play the ball back further in your stance. Well, how far back? Uh, two inches, five inches, nobody knows. Or you're, 
you have it too far forward in your stance. Well, how, what does that actually mean? So we came up with this, uh, uh, called the rhymer now, but, uh, long story short, about six years ago, Tommy lived in Florida and he passed away. But before he did, he sent this, uh, a version of it up to me. I lived in Wisconsin at the time. And, uh, through a friend of mine who was a woodworker, we made one out of wood, made one out of metal, and and we came up with it. And it's it's basically just like you say, it's a ruler with a sliding mechanism that has numbers on it, and you put your toe at the front end of it, and you move the the slider back and forth, even with the ball. And uh, it's amazing what people are what is happening with people of pros and. And people are going now. Oh, that's the middle of my stance. Oh, okay. Oh, that's further back. So, it's uh, it's been a fun thing. It's, we're in our third year now, so it uh, it's been fun. Do you think it's fair to say that it's really about <clears throat> training your eye to see? That's exactly what that's exactly what uh, our local pro Todd Kolb has been saying. Because if you if if you if you, when you're using the rhymer, you, if you're putting it in the same spot every time, uh, the exact same spot, uh, when you practice, you can, okay, I'm going to hit the putt more solid. I'm going to hit the chip shot more solid. Uh, I can move it up for higher chips. I can move it back for lower chips. But it trains your eye to look at it so when you're out there playing, okay, now I know where, where to put it. And that's what's helping everybody. Everybody, that's the biggest content. Boy, you're exactly right. It's training their eyes to see it over and over and over. So. Well, I think, you know, I've had people tell me, and I've probably told people too, although I try not to, um, <clears throat> about, you know, like you say, move the ball back in your stance. Or instead of playing it off your left heel, put it in the middle of your stance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big guy. and when my stance like for the driver is mm-hmm. where I'm comfortable with it, it's pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my heels outside of my heels will actually be a little bit outside of my shoulder line. You know, if you mm-hmm. go vertically and other people who are taller and I might add thinner than I am not as <laughs> thick, um, you know, they don't, they don't spread their feet out as far. Like that. Mm-hmm. So I I think that, you know, I think people are well-intended and they want to help, mm-hmm. but how in the hell do you ever know if you do that, if you've got the really, truly the right spot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's where this has come in. It's working so well with folks. Like I say, is it, it's down to each number is is an inch apart with a half inch in between type marks and when you move it if you move it back an inch it's going to change the trajectory of your short irons or whatever sure or if you're going to too far forward um you could you know you're going to move on the ball or you're going to slice it or hook it and now with this you can just put it in the same spot when you're practicing over and over and i just I'm, what I'm hearing from people that they just, when they use it, they go, boy, I sure didn't know it was that far forward. Or I thought I really had it back in my stance. And they don't. So it's, it's really helping not only with the, the you know, ball position, but it's also lays on the ground and helps them with their aiding. So it's a, kind of a, a two or three and one in one shot type thing. 
Well, and for example, when you when you're watching TV, if you're watching a tournament on TV and there's one of the better guys, Phil Mickelson, Tiger, um, you know, one of the high end guys that are really good around the green. And, you know, they showed the shot. Tiger Tiger's one of the guys, and so is Phil and and uh Justin Rose and all those guys that it's almost like they've got a line painted on their shoe. Sure. You know, and this and that ball, because if you, you could watch 20 video clips of them and that ball's always in the exact same spot. Exactly. But for guys yeah. like me, not so much. <laughs> well, I, and I, I refer to it as we work for a living. Yeah. <laughs> so we could be in construction. We could be a doctor. We could be anything. And we run to the course. And sometimes we have time to hit some balls. We always have time to hit a couple of putts or chips. And if you just throw this down on the on the putting green, and I call it a, a kind of a short game warm up, you just hit hit six putts from three or four feet, and you'll find that putting you know that spot for that short putt. And then you take it to the fringe and hit a few chips, hit six chips, and you'll find that sweet spot. And you run to the first tee. That's what most of us do. Right. <laughs> they'll do it. So when you that way, when you get to number one and you hit it up there three feet and you got a three footer for a birdie, you're not thinking about do I have anything right? You just made five or six of them and you're confident to make them. Or if you have it, if you're missed a green and you're off the edge, you know exactly what to do. So that's kind of what practicing with this can help you. And then as you get, if you do have time to hit some balls at the range, it just kind of uh, resets your your eyesight and uh, you're ready to go. Yeah. Um... You know, I've got a friend, uh, we've been friends since college. He's a good golfer, um, but he's proverbial, proverbially, can't, can't speak this morning, um, late. He's always running. Yep. And when he gets there, he'll go hit like maybe five or seven balls. Mm-hmm. And usually most of them with his driver. And like I said, he's a pretty good stick. But then he, he'll go and hit like 10 putts which the practice green, this one course we play a lot of, is right next to the first tee box. Okay. So, uh, um, you know, and so it takes him about halfway through the front nine, and then he's he's warmed up. He's doing good at that point. Mm-hmm. We got to take a break. I wasn't watching the time here, folks, but we'll be back. Dave Riffey and I will be back. Uh, talk more about the Rhymer right after this on Grilling at the Green. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT here on AM860, The Answer in the Golf News Network. I uh, would like to thank the folks at Gunnar Wilhelm's Knives. for uh, They offer unmatched quality, comfort, and efficiency in your kitchen. You can check them out online at GunterWilhelm.com. Also, our friends down at Langdon Farms, are we're opening up out here now. So, you know, you can go in and sit down. Not everybody at once, of course. There's still protocols for that, but you can go down and have a nice uh, prime rib dinner on Friday nights, some ribs on Tuesday nights, and um, they've got a great menu down there, so that's Langdon Farms. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, which is Grilling at the Green, and the same as Twitter. If you follow my Twitter account, which is CowCook57, 
all this stuff comes in there, all my radio shows and stuff. So there you go. We're talking with Dave Riffey from Reimer uh, Golf. Um, uh, no, from Reimer is the project. Uh, Carlsley Golf is the company. Jeez, Dave, come on, give me a break. What's all this stuff here? And um, about the Reimer, which is a, like I described it, it's kind of like a slide rule for your stance and just putzing around with it in my office. I thought it was it was really cool. It does take a little bit to kind of figure out. You do have to watch kind of a couple of very short instruction videos yep. to to figure out how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's pretty good. And I saw Todd do one thing in one of the videos. You know, people are going to say, okay, I know where my ball should be aligned or set up for me. But at what distance away from my feet do I put it? And he was kind of showing right. showing people how to do that. You want to explain that real quick? Todd Todd Kolb, he's uh, our local PGA teaching professional in town here. He uh, he actually works with three uh, with Amy Olson and a few other uh, pros. But he he came up. He uses the rhymer not only for ball position and aim, like you're saying, but he'll lay down. Away from the ball, is your eyes over the ball? Or are you back from it, or whatever? And his technique is: you lay the grip down at the on top of the rhymer, and then you put the just the, the regular grip on your putter, and then you put the ball at the end of that, at the end of the club. And he said that way, you have a a focal point not only how far away from the ball, but also the ball position and your aim. So all three are set up at one time. It was really an interesting thing. It's it's uh, kind of unique to Todd Colvin. He's he's done it. I saw him do a seminar the other day. I was at a golf, local golf place called Osteds, and it was just fascinating to watch him go through the process with using that technique. And it really helps everybody. It tells you it takes the guessing away again. So, well, um, you know, normally Dave, people put you know they go up the tee box, for example, they they peg the ball. And then they kind of put their club down and then they adjust where they are. You know, the club is sitting right behind the ball and then they build their stance from there. And that's the way it's been done for, you know, quite a while. But I think what I saw Todd doing kind of gives you a general idea of this is how far. And, you know, if you did it 50 times, you would know the distance just by looking at it, you know. So that's pretty cool. That's really pretty cool. And, and what, what we're working on uh, with Todd, he we've, we've come up with a kind of a, a, a routine with people that if, if we talk about the pros, they do that for a living. They sit there and put the ball in the same spot automatically every time. Right. And we don't. And that's all the rhymer is. It's just strictly to help square the putter up if you're putting or just to, get to, like you, keep, you said, just train our eyes. But it's just a simple thing. You keep it in your bag. You pull it out when you practice. And it just keeps reminding me of the, the scorecard chart, the directions that are, that are in the in with it. It tells you a little chart on the back. So if your mark is number six, for instance, on your driver, you write it down. That way, the next time you go out, you go practice, you go, I, I hit a pretty good one. I was on six. So it's just, uh, it's just a unique tool. It's very simple. It's very easy to use. So. Yeah, and I think that, you know, like you were referring to the pros, <clears throat> the tour guys and stuff, and even the club pros, they hit a 
ton of balls every day for the most part. And yeah. so they know, you know, they've right. done it. I mean, it's, it's kind of like tying your shoe, you know, after you do it a few times, you've got it down and that's what they do. We don't, we don't do that. We don't play enough right. or, or work on the range enough. Most people, uh, to really be comfortable with that. And then you got guys like me that are always out there fussing around, changing their stance a little bit, you know, thinking, well, what happens if I do this? Or, boy, that was really good, and it was a freak shot. Didn't kill any freaks, but it was just a freak shot. And, um, you know, the next time you go to do it, it doesn't work. So, because you're not standing in the right spot. You're not swinging the club the same. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We. With the other thing we're using, what I'm getting feedback from, is uh, we all, during a round, you're forced, if, if the weather's changing, you've got into the wind, somebody says, we well, got to hit a punch shot. Okay, well, what's that mean? Well, you played further back in your stance. Okay, what's that mean? So you can go to the range with the rhymer and, and do it, try it. Okay, I usually, my you know, middle of here is zero go back to minus two and hit some shots and see what happens. Okay. Well, didn't go down low enough. Okay. Move it back a little bit too. Oh, I shanked it. I hate to say that word. Anyway, but I, I pushed it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to think she shanked. Um, but you, you know, that way you can work with it. And then the same thing with your short game. Hey, I want to hit a flop shot. Well, where do I put it in my stance? You move it up here to zero or one. And it, 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 it's a, a tool you can use. However you want it, open your stance, close it, do whatever. You can change the aim if you want to hit a draw. You saw the video Todd did. You you know you aim it to the right a little bit and force your draw. This this can help you. You just kind of butts around with it, and then you see for sure. Hey, if I put it on minus two, I can hit this punch shot. And if I hook a little bit, I can hook you know a little draw punch. Right. So it's it's not only just hitting your regular shots at the range, but you can. Practice with it in any way you want. You know, if you're just out on the course playing, one thing I've always said about practice ranges, facilities, driving ranges, they're all flat. That's great. How many flat lies do you have in 18 holes? I don't have very many. I was going to say, oh. my, my number so, is pretty low on that. Yeah. So you're, so you're over here hitting flat shots all the time, and then first hole, you got to a side miller. Okay, well, what do you do there? Well, you can put the rhymer, if you're out practicing, put the rhymer down and hit some shots. Hey, we got to take another break here on Girling at the Green. We're going to be back with Dave Riffey from uh, Carthley Golf, the inventor of the rhymer, uh, right after this on Girling at the Green. Please stay with us. Hey, it's JT, and this part of Girling at the Green is brought to you in part by Ben Hogan Golf. Check them out online at benhogangolf.com. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer and the Golf News Network. And by the way, you hear me say this every week. We've got like 17 different platforms of the podcast podcast version of this show that you can um, find us on after the show is aired. Uh, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and also the folks down at uh, Ben Hogan Golf. Scott White and his crew down there. Two are quality clubs at factory direct prices. That's BenHoganGolf.com. We're talking with Dave Riffey from Carlsley Golf, home of the Rhymer. So what have you learned by developing this 
uh, product, Dave, and about the golf industry, maybe something about life. What have you learned? Well, what's interesting, when we first came up with this, we this was going to be, it was the Limer short game trainer. And it was designed, well, I was going to have two of them, one for the short game and one for the for the driving range. So we made it, um, you know, for putting and chipping. And we had the sliders, it's that lower to the ground. And then we put at the top, the letters, we put A through O on the top. Well, that was three years ago, so we've rolled it out now, and our, our kind of our term now is we're listening, we listen to the pros. Um, I sent it out to some pros. Todd, the first thing Todd said, hey, can we make it a little taller? He said, that way I can use it over in the rough, I can use it on the driving range, and so on. I said, well, I think I can do that. I had a bunch of them in my garage, so I said, Todd, I got to sell those first before I can do this. So, anyway... <laughs> I, we hired Todd. Not only is Todd as a as a group, but he has a group that does our website. He does everything. He handles. We set up the payment process and so on. And then I sent one through a, a friend of mine to a gentleman in Denver named Craig Coy. Craig is a, a pro. He works with the better players from Oklahoma State. You know those kind of kids. And and he says you want to make it a different color. He said because I use kids that way they see it over there and one of my you know the top amateurs over there putting with us something go what's he using and then he he told me too he says i have kids that are playing in the ncaa tournament and he said riffy he says what i do they send me a video of their swing i said i want to know their ball position and their alignment he said these kids just shot you know they're, they're scratch guys shoot under par and they're having a couple issues They'll send it to me, and that'll be it. And he said, those are the only two things I check. Well, then I had another gentleman up in Seattle, Les Stressman. He said, well, instead of the letters, why don't you do numbers? Put zero in the middle and have minus numbers to the right, positive numbers to the left. So we just last week launched the Rhymer 2.0, which is a half inch taller. Instead of gunmetal gray, it's now fluorescent green and the numbers there's a zero and just like uh, lesson requested so i listened to the pros and yeah and the response is and you've seen it and the response has just been that way when we tell them hey move it back a couple and the minus two on your now they can see it the letters were great but uh and then you can use zero to uh for the middle of your stance type thing so um but people are really appreciating the – I'm not saying anything bad about the industry now, but everything is so technical now, launch angles and this and that, and uh, it, it gets confusing. And you know, we talk about you know back-in-the-day type things. You see Jack and you see Arnie and what they taught and Lee Trevino. It was very – keep it simple. And it was just left arm straight going back and right arm straight going through. And put put your ball here, and it was just simple. And that's um, that's why people are really liking what we're doing. It's just like it's refreshing to say, "Hey, this makes so much sense." So, well, and I think I think the focus on the industry from the industry for quite a few years now is one the 
and I I can't keep track of which generation is labeled with which letter or right. you know anagram or something, but uh, it's always about we want to hit it farther. Oh. You know, we want to power that off. Um, right. You know, take the dog leg out, go right over the top of it. You know, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. Um, right. you know, and even when I was playing my best golf, which was quite a few years ago. Uh, I could, I still couldn't do that very well, you know, cause I mean, I could hit the ball competitively far, not sure which County it was going to end up in or, you know, on what side of the river, so to speak. But anyway, they've, they focus so much on that where, and like you say, you know, here's your MOI and here's this and your, your attack oh. angle and blah, blah, blah. Well, if, you know, if you're going to play a lot of golf and I mean a lot of golf and whether you still stay an amateur or, um, you know, I, I think some of the younger people, both women and men think about, well, maybe I could get out to the tour. Right. You know, for most people, that's a nice pipe dream, but Mm -hmm. if you think you're good enough, give it a shot. And like you, you know, found out those guys are really good. (laughs) Because that's all they've done for a living for 40 years was hit a little round ball, you know? And uh, so I I just think that the market is kind of missed at times some opportunities to say, hey, Mr. 18 handicap guy, if you want to, you know, if you want to, you're ranked as 18, you really play to a 20, but if you want to stay really ranked as 18 and maybe you want to play to a 16, here's five simple things to do, you know, instead of really emphasizing, you know, get that other 30 yards out of your drive. Yeah. It just, they're like my, um, my dad told me when I was little, he said, son, all that counts in this game is that little number that goes in that box. Yep. You don't get extra points for being longer. I played against a lot of, I've been playing for 60 years. I played against a lot of guys that are a lot longer than me. And, um, but he said, just that number in the box is the key. And, you know, if you work on your short game and you work on your putting, you know, I loved it playing a longer guy because I get on the green before him. And I grew up on a course that had small greens, so I you put the pressure on them, that type of stuff. But sure. If you can, th- that's all that counts. And I keep saying that today. I, you know, boy, I hit 300-yard rise. And Shambo can hit it 400. He tried to drive the green on six. Well, good. What do you make on the hole? Yeah. It makes no difference. The number. What's the number? Right. So, right. Um, and that's all we're trying to do here. If you can take a, a golfer that shoots a, a 90, all he wants to do is shoot eighty-five. Yeah, and we know that, and we know that if if he can make a couple three footers, or instead of three putting, you can use the rhyme around long putt, or he can get up and down a couple times. Five strokes is easy. All of a sudden, now he's at eighty-five and he's happy. Yeah, he's real that's, happy. That's, that's all. That's <laughs> all people want in this game. Is there, that, now the the people that want to, like you say, move in to be a pro and want to strive to really improve their game, all this new technology is great. And it can really help. There's so much good instructors out there. I'm on Twitter with so many great people that are really helping a lot of 
people become better golfers that really want to be that scratch or that try that or, um, you know, these kids that are going to these, these kids and to play college golf. Now they're playing a lot better college golf than when I was in college. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with, uh, Dave Riffey, but first our buddy, Bruce Furman is going to give you his golf tip of the week right here on grilling at the green. I'll give you a couple tips for people that fight hooks and slices. If you fight a hook, you may want to feel a little more of a left side dominant swing. You might want to feel more of a pull in your swing. So you may feel a, for a right-handed player, a firmer left-hand grip and a firmer left side and a good body rotation. Um, if you fight a slice, you're going to kind of do the opposite. You're going to feel more of a push in your swing. You're going to feel more of a throwing motion. You're going to feel more of a right side dominant swing. Might feel a little bit like a, a tennis topspin swing or skipping a rock on the lake. So if you're fighting a slice, you want to be firmer with the left side and good body rotation. If you're fighting a hook, you want to feel maybe more right side, more of a throwing motion with your right side, feeling like the arms are almost passing your body. And if you do those two things, I think uh, you can help yourself if you're fighting too much of a hook or too much of a slice. I hope that helps you. Thank you, Bruce. If you want to find out more about Bruce, uh, just go to Langdon Farms, click on instruction. There's his smiling picture. Gives you all kinds of info, how to contact him, get a lesson. Just want to talk to him. Um, that's where you find him. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes. Wrap up the show with Dave Riffey right after this. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today we're talking with Dave Riffey uh, from the Rhymer. Uh, he's not from the Rhymer, like not Nashville Rhymer. Uh, he's like from Carl's Golf and their product is the Rhymer. There, I said that right, I think. Anyway, everybody who listens to this show knows that I can really <clears throat> hose things up sometimes. Um, you've got any future products you're mulling around there, Dave? We're working on some things. Uh, we're, we're trying to expand this out a little bit more to, um, you know, I got to keep, I want to keep focus on something really, you know, easy for people that is going to help somebody. And we're really not, you know, there's so many great training aids out there now that do certain specific things and uh, trying to find, I'm not going to try to tip my hand, but I, there's, the, the, the trend is now, and you'll see some in Todd's video, hitting up on the driver. And, um, it, you know, hopefully somebody out there can listen to, come up with something that can help a average player or something. See what you mean by hitting up on the driver. I mean, you watch, it's okay for people that have control over their swing, but the, the, that 80 or 90 person, will probably sit back on his back foot and try to hit up on it. Well, that's not what you want him to do. So I don't know if what, you know, what's the next thing, how to help, um, you know, I don't have the answer, yeah. but there's something out there to help, help these people visualize 
what that means and, and actually practice it um, without changing their swing much. Um, so that, that's just one thought. Hopefully there's you know, somebody can do it. But uh, Well, I know like I'm a low ball hitter. I've never been a big high ball hitter. Just, mm-hmm. you know, once in a while I can get one up there. Um, you know, in the stratosphere. But usually when I do that, it's a pop fly to center field. Right. Or right field. But um normally I'm I'm just not a big high ball hitter like that. Mm-hmm. And I know I've worked with Bruce and some other people over the years and well, you know, do this. Don't try to hit up on it, but hit, you know, as you're coming through the bottom of your swing, you know, make contact here and you know, all the stuff they tell you, <clears throat> but I've kind of come to the conclusion. I don't need to worry about that anymore. Right. One, I'm not playing golf every day. I wish I could, but I can't because I've got other commitments. Um, and so I think you come to a point after you've played it for a while that um, you kind of say, I just enjoy going out there and playing with my friends. Right. And if I can, take five bucks off of them. Great. If I make them buy me a cheeseburger at the end or the other way around, I have to buy them a cheeseburger. That's all good. And right. that, and that's really, you know, what I'm looking for out of the game. And like you said, the last segment, if, you know, if there's a way I can figure out to shave five strokes off my game and get down to right. 85, that's perfect for me. Right. Yep. It's just, and that's where we're, um, and that's where every golfer and, and I, I keep talking. There's levels of players that that the player that's at 75, he wants to shoot 70. Okay, you want that launch angle and all that stuff you need to work on. But if you just hang drywall all day or laid carpet all day and you just ran to the course, you don't want to be thinking about hitting up on that driver. No. <laughs> you know, you want you want to get up to that first tee and just and play like play with your friends. Right. And, um, you know, that's, again, I, I keep referring to the rhymer here. It's just something, Hey, hit a few putts with it. And if you can make get get off to a good start at the early round and you can make a couple putts early and chip it close. That's, that's your whole tone of the whole day. But if you get up there and you got a 50 yard shot, well, do I play it here? Do I play it there? Do I aim here? Do I aim there? But if you knock it on the green and maybe close, you might get up and down, but you get it on the green. A lot of folks I play with a lot of friends that from 50 yards they could throw it on the green but they can't hit it with a wedge. Right. <laughs> right. I say that today. You watch the big hitting the pros. You know, I keep talking about back in the day. I'm telling you, from 100 yards, 120 yards, and under, Lee Trevino on these guys, it wasn't 10 feet away. These were they were they were three footers tapping. Sure. You watch these. You watch these big bombers today. They miss the green from 100 yards. They can hit it from 200 with an eight iron. But what do you do from 150? They miss the green, or they they're 30 feet away. Right. Right. And that's if we can just get from 100 yards in. Most of us don't hit the par fives at two. How do they find the rhymer? We're on social media. We're online at carsleygolf.com. It's an easy to use thing. Yeah, carsleygolf.com. There you go. Um, 
I want to thank Dave Riffey for being with us and sharing the Reimer story today. And we will be back next week. Go out there and play some golf. Have some fun, people. Take care. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.